0: All right, hello everyone, and welcome along to the Nerd Degree Holiday Special. My name is Brendan Bennett, and I'm going to be your host. Today, our show is a little bit different. Well, a lot different, actually. We're not doing our usual panel show competition. This is uh, a chance to meet some of our contestants. So I've invited four of our Nerd Degree contestants along. We're going to be talking about ourselves, about the year, and about next year, and pretty much anything else that might come up. So uh, let's go around the table, if you guys could all introduce yourselves, starting with Andrew Todd.
1: Hi, my name is Andrew Todd, and um, uh, I should I say what I do now? Just like a one
0: sentence summary would be good.
1: I am uh, the gaming editor of BadassDigest.com, and I also... Wrote and uh, co-wrote and co-directed a movie called Ghost Shark Two: Urban Jaws, which is probably coming out next month. Um, exciting! <laughs> um, I, I liked the series. Probably. Um, uh, yes. What else should I talk about? Brendan?
2: No, that, that's good. Okay, Let's hand good. it over to Matt. Uh, I'm Matt Powell. I'm a software engineer and theater dude. Uh, <laughs> I make the internet out of smaller bits of internet.
3: Jeff. My name is Jeff Clark. I am an improviser, comedian, writer, uh, and father of nerds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like being the mother of spiders. Something like <laughs> that, yeah. Um,
4: I'm Karen Healy. I am an author of young adult fiction, um, science fiction and fantasy.
0: Okay, well, that's our show. So you, if you've listened to The Nerd Degree before, you would have heard uh, Andrew, Matt, and Jeff. Uh, Karen is going to be in our next Uh, January episode and so this is a a preview of her as a human (laughs) it's a teaser trailer (laughs) yeah slash slash audition oh Oh,
4: thanks Matt thanks (laughs) Uh,
0: so I thought like I think when it would like when I listen to a show like this I want to kind of get to know the people behind the competition so what I would like to hear from you guys is kind of your your nerd origin story like how you came to be a nerd or how you knew you were a nerd Mm -hmm. or something like that. Has anyone got it,
1: Andrew? Okay. Uh, one of my early, like most of my early life memories involved Star Trek in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I, I very clearly remember being absolutely terrified out of my mind when we went to like, it was, it was like universal studios or something like that. Um, and they had like this Star Trek sort of live, show that they would do where like audience members you, you could go and like be in the live show and you could play like Klingons um and my dad was one of the Klingons and we've still got the tape somewhere that they gave us um but I was absolutely terrified because like the guy who was the guy who was playing like the main Klingon was like really getting into his role, and he was like being super vicious. Um, and I like hid under my seat because it was so scary.
4: That was a smart decision. Mm. Yeah, because yeah.
1: Klingons don't mess around. I went on that that ride, that um experience. Ah, oh, good. That's great. <laughs> I did, but I was it uh, was uh, original it series, the next generation. It was the original series movies yeah. era. So oh. it like. The tape that we got afterwards, like, is kind of uh, interspliced with uh, some original effects footage and also, like, clips of the uh, actual actors from the movies. Um, Just kind of, like, Mm. clumsily edited together to make it into a a story that fits around these Klingons. It was like an undiscovered country. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, undiscovered
3: country sort of. Yeah, the yeah. Breakdowns. It was that um, diplomatic breakdown.
1: I mean, this this would have been diplomatic
2: breakdown. The most <laughs> exciting episode. <laughs> hey. episode one taught us <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: this would have been around the time that the original series movies were kind of uh, wrapping up. Um, I don't think um, next generation had really hit its its peak. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was a scared little nerd.
0: And then you <laughs> didn't you didn't you make your own Star Trek fan film?
1: Fan. Uh, Sort of, like, just in the sense of, like, hey, if we stop the camera and then walk out of frame and start it again, then it looks like we've transported away. Uh, But I did write, um, I've really got to find it somewhere. Um, I wrote and recorded, like, a one-page, like... Star Trek: The Next Generation sort of radio drama. When I was like, "Well,
2: Andrew, we've got the scripts for you." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, if you can find it, we will
2: perform. We it live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll try and find
1: it. I'll try and find it because, like, it's absolutely one hundred percent devoid of any character development at all. <laughs> it is well, then it's entirely. One page long. It is it's like it's a entirely like, like. It's entirely like I knew what the kind of the techno babble and the catchphrases were for, like when they went into battle, and it is just it is that amazing. stuff. Awesome. Cool. And it's Is it like a liggy amazing.
4: blonde yeoman?
1: Um d I, I don't think I think it's a like, little young for liggy blondes. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I'm like yeah, I hadn't really grown. <laughs> Grown into being a sexual being. Yeah. Do you have someone,
4: someone <laughs> saying, "Oh, I just need to change into my red shirt before we beam down onto the mm-hmm. I also
1: hadn't grown into being like self-aware <laughs> of, about. Uh, does, uh, does, does, does anyone say, "Emson Todd, you've saved us all"? You can be my. <laughs> no, best friend. I wasn't. I wasn't. I. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Did you die? Oh, um, so
4: so you don't have a character <laughs> dying in the captain's arms? Or no, um, no. Okay, okay.
0: This that. actually. Anyway, this, but we the, can. We, the, yeah, this this brings us to actually one of the questions we got in on. Twitter Uh, Karen you got this one do you want to read this one out
4: sure from Moata Tamaira first adolescent nerdly crush (laughs) mine Mm. was Faramir
5: Really, uh, at age mm.
4: nine, this is my nerd origin story. Mm. When uh, for my ninth Christmas, my parents gave me um, Fellowship of the Ring, and I read it, and I loved it, and I went down to the local library, and I wanted the next one because I didn't know what it contained, and um, *Spiders*. And <laughs> the librarian wouldn't let me have it because it was in the adult section, oh. and it was inappropriate for a young nerd to the, read uh, *The Two the Towers*. Library. So yeah. my parents bought me *The Two Towers* and *Lord of the Rings*. With all the appendices, it's beautiful. Oh.
0: So, so, the, so the, like the because the, that's one of the biggest character changes in the movie is yes. the the David Wenham kind of interpretation of Karen's making a face, mm. <laughs> and I'm making a face that disagrees with her face, yeah. <laughs> right? Because
2: Karen is <laughs> making a face for radio,
4: like it's a
0: face-off.
2: I, I, like in the books, fair is a little bit? Like, he's, he's
0: kind of the Mary Sue, isn't he? Because yeah. he's, like, perfect.
4: I was nine. Mary Sue was where, where <laughs> it was totally at. Like, he's, he is perfect. Um, and Aragon was old and weird. And like, 90 Aelwen years was, old. Yeah, right? And, and Eowyn yeah. was wonderful and amazing and obviously needed the best guy. So I just sort of extrapolated from there that Faramir was the best guy. And it turned out he was. He could say no to the ring. He wanted things to grow instead of, like, tearing them apart. I thought it was awesome. Totally Faramir all the way.
0: All right. Anyone else would like to share their um, adolescent nerdly crush? I'm
2: pretty sure mine was Deanna Troy. Nice. Mm. Good choice. Mm. Yeah. Um, no, no story to go along with that, but I would have been, like, nine. Yep.
0: Uh, mine yeah. was probably Rainbow Bright.
4: <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. And how old were you? Um,
0: there was, like, Rainbow Bright was, like, the first movie I ever
3: went to. Oh,
0: the movie? Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs>
3: Um, wow, you actually went to that movie?
0: Yeah, I don't have much of a memory of it. Right. But uh yeah, I don't know. Rainbow colors, I guess.
3: Okay. My 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 first um nerdly crush was probably Mary Jane Watson Parker or um Lois was Lane. And um, and Jeff has <laughs> never recovered from it. No, I really haven't. I mean, it was it was it was interesting cuz I I started off with comics. Um my mum had a box of old comics which very, very sadly got thrown out. And some, now that I know so much about comics, I know that some of them were probably worth a bit of money. Because um, <laughs> she'd been collecting them for years and years and years. And that, that's my nude Origin story. She had some comics I was able to read, and they were looking for stuff to throw at me that they didn't think was going to be too disturbing. And I'd read all the books that we had, um, or all the kid books that we had. And so I started reading comics, and then I started going to libraries and reading comics there. And then my mum found a supplier in the form of a supermarket that like used the you know, the monthly comics that didn't sell, they just tore off the top part of the cover. And mm. so I started collecting those and then I discovered comic shops and, and yeah, comics was my real sort of big nerd thing, but like Star Trek, sci-fi, all of that stuff. Let, let's also keep in mind that I was a, a skinny kid with asthma and glasses. So
4: mm. Jeff, you, you were genetically this. predisposed to be a <laughs> nerd. When, when you got me into comics as an adult, you just handed me ultimate Spider-Man in a I box did? Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, it's the best way.
0: Um, we we just need Matt's origin story now. Yeah.
4: Oh
2: yeah. Uh, so when I was eight, um, my dad won a competition uh, and he won a computer. Uh, but this was 1988, so <laughs> the computer that he won was uh, an Amstrad CPC 464. Oh, oh yeah, yes. uh, we had a six one two eight. Yeah, the six one two eight came later. I know. We are the we the four six four. It had sixty four kilobytes of memory uh, <laughs> yeah. and a tape drive. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, I love the tape but drives. the thing that I loved about it was that uh, the manual for the computer was essentially a manual to program the computer. Um, because yeah. in order to do anything, even load the most basic of programs, you needed to uh, you needed to type commands that the computer understood. Mm. Uh, and so I taught myself to program using this computer manual and using uh, the the listings in the back of magazines that I would borrow from the library or uh, from the, the Christchurch Enstreet User Group, which was uh, winding down uh, in, in my in my high school years. Yeah. Uh, but I, I remember uh, taking that computer to. Um, into school programming competitions and um holding my own against people with much more advanced (laughs) machines uh and it was um yeah it was a good a good way to get into things uh and i mean those were simpler times but it was it was it's nice to think that that's something that kids could still do if they if Mm. they want to do that
4: do you still have it
2: i don't still have it um My parents uh, moved house recently as a result of the earthquake, and a lot of stuff kind of went by the by. Mm. Um, And it didn't work properly. Mm. You can imagine a a tape drive that's been in service since 1988. (laughs) Yeah.
4: yeah. I feel like it sort of deserved a Viking funeral.
2: Yeah. It
3: probably could
0: have created its own spontaneous Viking funeral (laughs) by
3: accident. Did you know a guy called Dwayne Long John Software? No no I, we, we befriended him and he taught me how to build like really high density Lego spaceships mm. by method <laughs> by method of waking them and seeing if they'd be destroyed and then that meant that he won the battle. This is a guy who was like 20 and I was like, so it was like a, <laughs>
0: like a conquer battle where you smash the spaceships yeah, together but it was Lego. to see who wins.
3: Yeah, it was Lego. I had a lot of Lego and I learned how to make really <laughs> solid ships.
2: Had but, a lot um, of Lego. Aaron, Aaron Harrington and I uh, had the same computer and we met through the Christchurch Association for Gifted Children, <laughs> which was uh, euphemistically called Discovery Club, mm. uh, so that the, the children didn't catch on. Uh, but we had the same computer and we used to swap tapes of old text adventure games uh, oh, like Red it. Moon and Colossal Cave. Uh, and it was it was a great time.
0: Yeah. Incidentally, Erin Harrington uh, wanted to be here, but she's graduating today.
4: She gets her nerd crown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
3: She's a yeah. PhD. So in the movies, the horror movies, horror yeah. movies. How cool is that? That <laughs> is cool. is astonishingly horror horror so cooler yeah, than anything yeah. I could
1: cling to.
0: <laughs> All right. So I, I want to think <clears throat> about this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to know your nerd highlight. For the year, it could be it could be something kind of out there in the culture. It could be a personal uh, highlight. Mm. I'm cool with either. Mm-hmm. Matt wants to go first. I want
2: to go first because this is, oh, this is something that's kind of already come up. But uh, the Brendan, Andrew, Jeff, Ben, and myself, along with a, mm. a, a couple of other people, uh, we're in a show called Space Patrol Five, um, which we oh. performed at Skid Scriptless so in much fun. April. Uh, it was a uh, seventy minute Star Trek parody effectively improvised uh, improvised
1: yes. enti- yeah. Enti- yeah. entirely it sort improvised it sort of like trod the line between like parody and, and homage. homage
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it kind of incorporated elements from other other shows and it was more kind of a that sort of flavor yeah. of show than being directly. Mm. star trek ripoff but um it was an immense amount of fun uh we got to create an entire universe with alien races literally um jeff wore so many different (laughs) alien costumes uh and my my favorite character was andrew's uh, andrew's (laughs) android character whose name was uh commander dalton longrod uh, he was a former alien <laughs> sex slave, uh, se- been, sex, the sex, sex se- robot, sex sex robot, had been uh, rescued from the sex mines,
1: brothel mines of Virginus B, <laughs>
2: uh, by, by the captain and pressed into service aboard uh, Space Patrol Five.
3: Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> service
3: in a scientific capacity yeah. and the, well, the well thing, both the thing in is, a
2: scientific capacity and also resuscitating people by enveloping them in his scrotal cocoon the thing about the <laughs> one thing of about, those things that made sense at the time the
1: thing about yeah. Dalton Longrod is that he's quite a tragic character because uh, he, he wants he's, he's kind of like Data he wants to become more Cute. like he wants to become more human but um, he's trapped by his his, his, his brothel mine programming <laughs> Um, and so like whenever he tries to contribute like it always comes out as like a a really smutty innuendo Mm.
2: but anyway that's uh, that's my nerd highlight for the year we took it to the Mm. New Zealand Improv Festival and it went over gangbusters in Wellington Uh, so hoping to do more things with that really yeah it was such a fun
0: show to do I'm sure I'm sure it'll rise again yeah next generation or (gasps) something (gasps) yeah well, yeah. see,
2: there's, there's been all this talk of, like, could you, could you do Space Patrol 5, the next generation? And I honestly think, like, it wouldn't be as good as, like, a, like an original series flavour one. It's much it's easier
4: like, to parody original yeah. series. Yeah. Is,
2: next Generation is more philosophical and more kind of prosaic. And good.
4: In an ethical sense. Well, I mean, all, <laughs> you, all you really need to do is, is
1: have, a, have a new crew and set it 100 years later.
4: Yeah. On a yeah. station? <laughs>
3: Deep Space and Deep Space control, control 5. <laughs> control has, anyone, uh, has
0: anyone else got a, got a highlight they'd like to share?
4: Um, I had my first sequel come out, so... Mm. I, Ooh! Fancy um, um, My first science fiction novel, When We Wait, came out last year, and the sequel, While We Run, came out this year, and I got to do more with cryonics and space stuff and people being nasty and mean... Um, like, really nasty
3: I mean. I, I was like, whoa, yeah. oh, this is...
4: you're like, mm, torture, Karen. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: lots of torture. The,
2: the, the first book in the series uh, came out a few years ago. When, when, when did When We Wait come out? No, it came out in 2014. 2000, uh, sorry,
4: 2013. 2013. Oh, you're just confused because I talked about writing it for, like, three years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like... This year, the Australian government's kind of really stepped up. Yeah,
4: this year. Okay, so in in the book, um, it's 100 years in the future, and our protagonist is a sleeping beauty figure, Tegan Ovieti, who died and then wakes up, and things are very different. And one of the things that is different is that Australia has a no-migrant policy which so is so far-fetched. So science fiction <laughs> and futuristic. So the luxury of me, Aww. which is just you can't come into the country at all. You can yeah. have student visas or holiday visas, but there is no migration yeah. whatsoever. Mm. Um, which I mean I, I wasn't really trying to hide where that came from, which yeah. is my utter disgust yeah. for Australian immigration policy. Mm-hmm. But, but they get, But they have got worse, right? Yeah, I know. They're, yeah, they're getting worse. So did
2: that <laughs> did that affect what you did in the in the sequel at all?
4: Not really, because I was writing it while mm. things were while still things were mildly horrifying. Maybe they writing
1: maybe they ways. read the book and like thought it was like oh, a God, oh, that's that's good ideas. some good ideas. I'll use that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, we were I, just using to be honest,
2: 1984.
1: Oh. Yeah, to, to be honest, I, <laughs> I don't,
2: really like the Beatles. <laughs> so maybe <Yeah. laughs>
3: I don't think Tony Abbott reads. That is true. That's <laughs> probably true.
4: Yeah,
0: is that the thing though? Like for sequels, like so. Harry Potter is the classic example where each sequel gets progressively more dark. Mm. Um, is is that like a policy?
4: No, it's just you've got to raise the stakes somehow. Mm. Um, and I did. I did another thing because it's a different narrator in mm. the second book because mm. Tegan's story has happened, and now this is Abdi. And Abdi is um, on a student visa. He is a migrant. He's what they call a 30. Um So he's mm. his perspective is definitely going to be tinged with that stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that was sort of my highlight it was my se- my first sequel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very nice,
3: mm-hmm. Jeff. Do you have a highlight? Um, oh, there have been so many really, really good genre films this year. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. I loved Captain America: The Winter Soldier way more than I thought I was going to. I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't realize it was going to be that good. Um, it has been tempered somewhat with the with the, the disappointment that was Spider Man: Two Rise of Electro. Sorry, Amazing Spider-Man Two: Rise of Electro. I'm going to put it in there. Oh, that actually. Right.
0: That, that, can I? Can I, Yeah, yeah. fire away. Because uh, oh. one of the questions we, we got in from uh, from Ron Strang is, uh, what movie was worse this year, Transformers Four or Amazing Spider-Man Two? Is there anyone who
4: did anyone see Transformers? I didn't see either.
3: Oh. <laughs> I didn't see either. I uh... I didn't go to see Transformers. And, 4. I'm I'm and, I didn't and see we them.
4: made a decision not to go and see these.
3: Yeah, I I I, I did not see Transformers Four. Um, I suspect, for me, um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 was more of a disappointment. Transformers, you've had... Expectations have been sufficiently lowered. lowered That you (laughs) know it's going to be an utter pile
1: of junkyards having sex and so why do you keep going to see it no no Transformers oh, movies that's yeah, why I don't this, go to see them I have no oh,
3: expectations on, yeah. although
4: that apparently movie. it does have Optimus Prime writing a mechanical who fucking cares I was almost in it for that like that
1: one how many times
2: could you watch that Shia Both by Rob Cantor video in the time it would take you to watch Transformers
0: That's. I mean I've I've said this before that's how I measure time now it's the number of times like if I'm gonna wait if I'm gonna watch something that's 90 minutes long well I have to weigh that against watching that Shia LaBeouf video um, mm. you know that equivalent yeah. number of times oh
4: that video so goddamn good I, yeah Phantom I, yeah. of the Opera
2: we, yeah we Karen to... and I went to Phantom of the Opera when it when it was out in the, in the at the movies and um, oh, which one it was the oh, it's no, not no, Gerard Depardieu no Gerard
3: Butler I'd love to see the Gerard Depardieu <laughs> 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 Phantom of the Opera
1: man uh, oh, the Phantom
0: oh, needs his green card and so he's got
1: yeah. got an enormous anyway, punch
2: and my, my review of um, Phantom of the Opera was basically a, a face off between Phantom of the Opera and the music video for Total Eclipse of the Heart and they came out almost neck and neck except that you could watch Total, total Eclipse of the Heart like I don't know how many, like 11 times 11 times, yeah. Uh, you, and the length of time it would take you to
0: watch. I love music. the Total Eclipse of the Heart video because you remember there was the, that trend of literal, literal yeah. music videos. Oh, oh. literal music videos. Like, Total Eclipse of the Heart is already a literal music video. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, it, when she sings Turn Around Bright Eyes, a yeah. 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 turns around yeah. and his eyes are bright. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. like, yeah. it does not leave oh. anything to the that imagination. Oh, it's like they, they didn't
2: that's know what, what video, to do, we? they were always in the dark. <laughs> yeah.
3: but yeah so yeah Amazing Spider-Man 2 Rise of Electro was the most disappointing for me for many reasons which I won't go into because this is a, I don't want to take up the whole podcast but there were delightful <laughs> delightful films that I wasn't expecting like Edge of Tomorrow fantastic so, good. so good. the news that Batman Arkham Knight is coming out next year that's a trailer and you know I mean the Force Awakens trailer there are lots of trailers that have come out that are 15. okay so this is more more
0: <laughs> movie this is, this is yeah. so Jeff's highlight of 2014 is 2015 <laughs> the, promise,
3: <laughs> the, the, highlight for the, the highlight for this year were all the promises that were made about how next year is going to be great <laughs>
1: That's a that's a risky road to go <laughs> oh, down, Jeff. Yes. I know. <laughs> I know.
4: You better store up some like emotional and, manipulations. Yeah. Well, Andrew, like Andrew. they, the, the one thing
2: that came out this year was that big roadmap of all the Marvel films. This is yeah. a bit of a and wrong. the DC ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, was... the, the Marvel, the Marvel one is just like it's enormous.
1: Well, so is it's the, like D- the DC one. Thir- thir-
2: thir- seven films or something like yep.
1: that. Yeah. The DC one, they just seem to keep adding stuff to it every week. And it's like, it's like the product, the casting announcements are the product now. DC yeah. is pretty much the guy and the the, the the kid at the back of the class. Which going go, hey
2: guys, I got this too. Guys, guys, I'm over here. We're, we're
3: doing like, Aquaman. I don't believe that they're
1: ever going to release any of these movies. No. I, I just, just don't I mean,
2: I've, I've morally stopped caring about Marvel films. <gasps> yeah. but, Marvel films? But does, does <gasps> anyone, yeah, does in anyone, in anyone have book. one that they're looking forward to? All
4: of them. Yeah. Every single one No, 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 no Pick one, pick one Pick one that I'm really looking I'm forward really to really looking
0: Okay, forward. so in 2018 Pick, we're pick one, gonna one win and that's going to ruin
4: it for <laughs> you
2: good. <laughs> Okay, good but, I mean, that's, that's good that's, We should have that
1: I'll tell you but, what like,
2: okay. I mean, I And this is going to be an unpopular opinion I was really disappointed with Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Like, as a film
5: Okay
2: Found it mm, just really average, and I don't know why it's getting so much play. Oh, yeah, okay. I think he's just poking us. I, 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 I no, he's
1: not. <laughs> I've I've had this conversation. Before, I did like I view yeah. them to a certain extent. I think it's I think it's a fun movie. I think I think the Marvel films are fun, but I it think they completely lack like substance. It is a fun yeah. movie,
4: though. I, but fun, fun is I the
0: it. fun is kind of the point of a superhero movie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm just I I that's not it's not for me.
3: I, I love. I, the, I don't
2: know. Like I would watch the trailer. The number of times it would take me to watch the film before I watch the film again. Have
3: you mm. seen the Honest Trailers version, which is the be- which is great
1: because they yeah, nail so it. So they so just you know, go the, yeah. Space Avengers, and that's basically yeah, what it is. Yeah. 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 Although soon the Avengers will be sp- the Space Avengers. Oh, well, yeah, so yeah. to
4: that. See, I'm looking forward to all of this. this I the See, Christmas to me, like night.
1: so. So I saw Big Hero Six the other day, mm. and like I like Big Hero Six more than I like any Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Hero Six is sort of a Marvel movie. Very very loosely, but like identity. very yeah. loosely, but like. It's, it, it plays really hard into theme, where um, the Marvel movies play really hard into plot. And I'm just like, I couldn't give a damn about, about the Infinity Gauntlet or anything. It just means nothing to me.
4: To me, what, what appeals to me about the Marvel movies is character. And that's mm, always right. what sucks me into a story. And so I am invested in all of these characters. And I'm doing all wow. of the... I'm on Tumblr and I have everything, you know. <laughs> so my vision of these characters is not what we're given. Mm. My imaginative construct of who Black Widow is is not actually the Black Widow that's on screen. Mm. But she gets to reflect some stuff back at me and I get to take that away and play with it. Right. So that's right. why okay see
2: what I wanted is a as a sequel to Thor was a spin-off entirely about cat Dinning's
4: character <laughs> oh my god Darcy is the mew
1: mew. what I wanted in a sequel to Thor is the opposite of what we got which I wanted it to double down on the silliness yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. like it was, yeah it was yeah funny because like the second it. one was so po faced yeah. and serious yeah like yeah. And I mean I know I was I was ragging on them being fun but like mm-hmm. to me like there was kind of
4: what do you want, Andrew? What do uh, you I just
1: want? want Kenneth Branagh to make more silly movies. <laughs> because, like, I, I think... What, Hamlet just, wasn't enough? I think just, like, this respected Shakespearean actor just going nuts with, like, Dutch angles and special effects and, <laughs> it was and cr- ridiculousness <laughs> is just, yeah. like, the most joyous thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I,
3: do, I do rate Captain America um, Winter Soldier as the superior Marvel film to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, primarily because of the thing about character. It is so it is an intensely personal story for Captain America. And then Guardians in the Galaxy, there haven't really been a huge amount of personal stakes. It, it, it is a MacGuffin movie, um, but it was a very entertaining romp, and it was James Gunn doing his weird, bringing his weird aesthetic and style yeah, I liked, to it. Yeah, I like it, it was James soundtrack. Gunn.
1: Um, I, I'm a big fan of James Gunn, and I think that uh, it's super cool that his, his voice got preserved.
4: Brendan and I have a theory that um, Guardians of the Galaxy is actually the Mary Sue fantasy of Andy Dwyer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is um, Chris Pratt's character in Parks and Recreation. Right. Oh, right. man,
3: that would be great.
1: Let's, let's all just think yep. about that for a minute. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> mm, well, i need to go and watch some of that show. Now,
0: <laughs> Andrew, um, you, you've had a very big nerdly year. Have I? I yes, yeah, I, I have. have. Yes, I guess so. you yes you have. <laughs> yes. Which, could you? What has been a highlight for you?
1: Um, I guess like uh, write, writing for a badass digest, probably. Um, and the things that have kind of emerged from that. Um, like I mean, it was one of my favorite websites before, and then I started writing for them, and that was like super cool. Um, but like uh, like I go to Fantastic Fest every year in Austin, and this year was. Uh, like extra rad because I was kind of part of the team um, and I got to like I got to like watch a bunch of stoner comedies with Leonard Maltin and then discuss them with him which was like um, which Leonard Maltin is not a fan Leonard of stoner Leonard Maltin ain't ain't no fan of stoner comedies that's for sure <laughs> um, but like getting to like sort of de- debate the finer points of like outsider like lo-fi outsider comedy um, with with this like legendary film critic was just um kind of amazing. I've...
0: All right, we're going to the Twitter bag now. Andrew, what have you got?
1: Uh, we live in a in a, a movie. This is from uh, Tom Spielman on Twitter. Uh, we live in a movie world of franchises, but what franchise has the best chance of thriving?
4: Disney princesses. <laughs> yep. Forever. Oh. Yeah. Forever.
1: They they have certainly thrived until now.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, they. Thriving
1: and Thriving. Well, they so went through a rough patch then. They did go through a rough patch, But yeah. they came back, which I think yeah. shows the longevity. They always come back.
4: And they might not always be princesses. Yeah. And I, I do hope that they will change in format yeah. considerably. Yeah.
3: I mean, but there are a lot of existing franchises that are sort of coming back in the next few years that are sort of certainly being given aggressive doses of steroids. You know, the Star Wars movie every year. The um, Jurassic Park coming back. Lego you know. Mad
2: Max Fury Road. Can God I just say damn. Mad Max Fury Road? God, God damn that is an so amazing good. If you haven't trailer.
0: seen the trailer for that, watch that
1: like and then, twenty times in a yeah, row yeah, instead yeah. of the next movie you're gonna Cirque watch. Yeah. Soleil on I, meth.
2: I <laughs> to, to be trailer, honest, I, I I've watched the Fury Road trailer more times than I have the Force Awakens trailer.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I, like, if there was one movie that I could see next year, it would be Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Do yeah.
4: you guys ever just watch a trailer once?
1: If it's shit. Okay. Yeah. Or if it's, like... If it's something I don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, I think there's a certain type of trailer. There's a, there's a certain this type this of trailer be sure that you watch once. This is how I work, yeah.
2: <laughs> if I can play the trailer once when I'm not playing, not really paying attention, and then go, yeah. oh shit, I missed something... Uh, and go back and watch it again. That's a that's a trailer I want to see. I think gotcha.
1: there's cer- certain trailers that you do play multiple times that are either like, oh, I, there's a lot of stuff in there. And I want to pick up what's in it, or like it's like some trailers are just really, really well edited and well made. Mm. Works on their own, like, like the
4: Iron Man trailer, or yeah. the or the um, Prometheus trailer, which was amazing. Like the Star <laughs> um, Wars
1: Episode movie. One trailer. <laughs> oh. I watched that trailer again recently. That is not trailer. a good trailer. No, it's terrible. Terrible. Really? Yeah. The, only, yeah. the
2: only real reason I watched the Force Awakens trailer more than once is that I accidentally watched a fake one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Which was
2: better? Uh, well, the fake one I kind of started to realise about halfway through that I hadn't actually seen any new footage. Yet. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then, yeah, the the new one it did get me kind of excited.
0: Um, it got me it got me profoundly excited it got I, me I,
1: it got me quite excited I think, I, I'm 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 excited for this movie and I think
0: mm. going back to our topic of franchises I think the fact that if Disney could uh, if Disney princesses could come back from their side, mm-hmm. the fact mm. that there's this much enthusiasm for Star Wars after oh, that man, epic so slump <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. much well slum. isn't oh.
2: like theoretically Force Awakens is Supposed to have some element of uh, Han and Leia's children, right? Yeah. So, won't Leia's daughter be technically a Disney princess? She. W-
4: oh yes. wait. Well, isn't Leia? Leia's an elected princess. I don't know if. I think they had a royal. I think
1: they had a royal family. She was an elected. Um, She's Senate? Was she a senator? Yeah, she's yes, she based was. on well.
0: based on Princess Almadala being elected this princess. We're going, into,
3: we're going into political the politics. George just go. Lucas knew like what he was men. doing. I'll <laughs> tell you what.
1: Um, Ryan Johnson introduced a movie at Button Armathon, uh the other day, um, and he uh, announced that the title of Star Wars Episode Eight was going to be the Gungan redistricting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh, <laughs> which no, which is like the best like kind of troll joke of, of, yeah. of s- Star Wars fans. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a whole heap of, of existing franchises, like, from the 80s and uh, the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s that are sort of coming back. The, the ones that I'm most excited about of recent creation, recent franchise creation, is the Lego movie. I really mm-hmm. hope that they make more Lego mm-hmm. movies as awesome as the Lego movie. Um, Pacific Rim has me really excited. Like, Guillermo um, del Toro
4: is going to create a... we have some, some giant robots hitting each other, and that's bad, and then we have some <laughs> other giant robots hitting sea monsters, and that's gosh.
1: How do you mean? Which giant robots as in, are you talking to? why is Pacific Rim good and Transformers not good? I mean, I have an ah, opinion as to why.
4: I
3: think... I, think but... I, 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 I believe it's because of the story and because of the way that the story is told.
2: Mm,
4: I believe it's because everyone I don't think I don't Pacific think Rim the, is way more attractive than yeah. anybody in Transformers. Uh,
2: I really liked Mako Mori's story. Yeah, it's yeah, more, she, she was the protagonist. More than anything she about was, the robots or the, I think, yeah, the I think, um, sea monsters. Yeah. There, frankly, weren't enough. Shots of the giant monsters well, fighting giant robots.
1: But I think part of it is that Guillermo del Toro um, understands what, uh, even even f- like more than just like the fact that there's giant monsters. Like what makes giant monster movies good? Yeah. Um, and like he understands what those monsters represent and yeah. what they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Whereas like uh, Michael Bay's Transformers films are are, are just like. Spectacle for the sake, of... sound spectacle. and fury, well, signifying the, the nothing. The
2: whole, the whole thing about how he picked uh, the truck to play Optimus Pr- Prime. Oh, he wanted yeah. a real truck, but he wanted the biggest truck possible, mm. and that was his only consideration. Mm. Um, as long as it's red and blue and the biggest one I can find. Um, I like yeah. he wanted
4: a real truck. To <laughs> play.
2: Yeah. yeah, a real truck to play a pretend. Okay, can, you dolu- can you deliver? Can you deliver the line again, please? <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, so, so. It seems like everything mm. is getting sequels these days. Mm. Is there any film that doesn't look like it's going to get a sequel that you wish would get a sequel? And Andrew already knows my answer to this.
1: Ooh,
2: do I? Well, so so I, was that, t- I was telling you the other day. What is it? Oh, I can't remember. The answer is Dread Three D. Oh yeah, uh, that's not going to get a sequel. It's but not it going to get a sequel, but it fucking deserves one. Yeah, that was amazing. Is that the raid?
3: <laughs> the raid two has a sequel. What? The raid has a sequel. Is this movie Yeah, this but year? Brendan's making uh, a joke, Oh, right. M- On the, the notion <laughs> that
1: it. that dread and either so either movies
2: you've seen this year that you hope would come back, or movies from your past that you wish would come back. I guess
1: uh, that's my that's my question. No, I want new movies. Now, yes, this is a, yeah. I mean,
4: I've got, I've got one that I you know I would love to see more of these people, but mm-hmm. um, it's not a geek movie. Uh, Pride, um, it's not a geek movie, and mm-hmm. I loved it, and I would love to see like a you know a nineties Pride story. Um, maybe somewhere other than London, and I don't know. It wouldn't mm. really be a sequel, but I cool. would love to see more. in Such a great. In place. the same
3: vein as step up, the step up movies aren't sequels, really. No,
4: they're vaguely connected and most thematically.
1: Have they gone like, like Fast the, and the Furious and the latest
3: one? Like they step up all in, they bring them yeah. all from the different yes. franchise. I tell you what.
1: Tell you what. Fast and the Furious is the the franchise that has impressed me the most in the last, sort of, five years. Because, mm-hmm. like, that was, like, the first movie in that, or the first couple movies mm-hmm. in that series are really goddamn stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, the new ones are still stupid, but, like...
2: they wear it on the sleeve. They wear it yeah.
1: on their sleeve, and I, I really love how they've taken this kind of, uh, like, sort of street, ra- mm-hmm. like, street racing fad movie, pretty much, and they've turned it into, like, this massive, like, action franchise... That's kind of, it's, it's, you know, you've got, it's not, it's now a like Kurt Russell and
4: Jason Statham shit yeah. in shit. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: that's amazing.
4: They invented a the visual language of the car chase. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, okay. it's a it's
1: superhero it's, movie where yeah. their superpower is they can drive, drive cars, cars really well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the,
3: the movie, the movies that haven't had mo- sequels announced that I would really love to see sequels of are, um, I'd love to see another movie movie set in the Looper universe. I thought that was uh-huh. a really cool world that was built there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope they make a sequel to Big Hero Six. Probably will. Yeah. To the letter. Yeah. I don't. Think they're, they're making like a to sequel it. to Frozen, which I'm slightly dubious well, about. Well, Disney well, well, has well, a long they, and sorry history they, of they, making they, they, sequels. to No, everything. they're going to do a cinematic one. they are they doing, doing a Frozen yeah. short before the new Cinderella film, which is directed by Kenneth Branagh. Hey, so, Andrew, man, did you see that? Oh, I'm going to eat my words now. You watch that trailer, and he is basically making a shot-for-shot remake of the animated film. It looks so cool. I I agree with the first terrible.
1: part of that. statement. <laughs> <laughs> it looks awful, man. It looks so bad. Bonham Carter.
0: Going back to going back to that is not going to help question. your case. <laughs> I know. I really like endings, and yeah, I, like, I, like I like things it, that come to an end. Yeah, mm. which is
1: what which is what I was going to say about Looper. To me, I think Looper is such a beautifully. Uh, wrapped up story. Mm. Um, like I, I think it's it's like, like I don't I don't, oh, I don't want like, another story. I, I thought I, I you said
0: jumper. No, I
3: was like, really? Uh,
1: no, I, really. Very, really. I,
4: I, really I very carefully I
3: very carefully couched my answer my, my, my statement and I just want to see some more stuff in that world. I don't want to see any more of that character or his, I like, his, I his know, circle I, is
1: closed. Oh tell you what I want a sequel to and nobody in this room has seen it. John Wick holy oh, shit
0: race. yeah w- I want to see wave it wave it in front of our faces yeah John
1: Wick everybody dang that's a that that's a movie that needs a that sequel mm. well it doesn't need it but that's another one like the, the world that is built in that movie is really cool nice <laughs> but
2: nobody's do we it. have uh, do we have any more uh, questions are there other facets of nerd culture 2014 that we want to bring up like is have there been great science moments that we want to cheer oh, yeah. We, oh, well, Mars. Someone, yeah, we landed on we landed on the comet. We
4: landed on comet. And we took photos of the comet and the yeah. Guardian, this is the pinnacle of science, uh, of, of science fiction, <laughs> criticized, the, criticized the photo that was taken by the comet. <laughs> no, by the lander on the comet. <laughs> well, how did they by, by a remote control is, robot that landed a very, on a yeah, comet. This, is, this picture is no good.
3: <laughs> you can't you're, even see if it's naked or not. How do we it use this it to sell the sun?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, to that, I say fuck the Guardian. <laughs> Fair enough. Because we landed on a goddamn comet. Yeah. It um, might not be the end. He's got yeah. a really
0: strong anti-Guardian stance so yeah,
1: far. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That, that owl movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> owl movie? <laughs> uh,
1: owl movie. Guardians oh, the Guardians of the Guardians yeah. I, actually, I actually like Guardians um, really of
3: cool. I, I don't know. Com- <laughs> comic-wise, there has been... No, I mean is Ma- Ms
4: Marvel was that out this year or did it start Ms last Marvel year?
3: did start this year. Yeah, right. yeah. Right.
4: Ms Marvel is the best new comic that I have ever seen starring Yeah, day. Kamala Khan. It's beautiful by G. Mm. Willow Wilson. Mm-hmm. I I love the heck out of it. The art is beautiful. Mm. The storylines are fascinating. They tie into She teams up with Wolverine, but it's not awful. It's nice.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I I to be honest, the comic books have kind of let me down a little bit. Oh, however, Savage <laughs> Dragon has hit issue two hundred, which written and drawn by the same artist, Eric Larson, for the past twenty years, I have every single issue. I have two hundred copy two hundred yeah. copies of Savage Dragon over the last twenty years. It was one of my first collected comics and that's a huge thing.
2: So. It's a
4: milestone for you, Jeff. Yeah I it is a single
2: Savage Garden album.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Both of them And the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
3: uh, yeah, I mean, both Marvel and DC have kind of let me down in their print stuff. Whereas the DC TV shows are so great, Hello. Arrow and Flash. Arrow oh. and Flash. Uh,
4: I mean, they're, they're CW shows. So if you've mm. seen the Vampire Diaries, it's <laughs> that but with superheroes. Um, but I love the Vampire Diaries, mm. so I'm all in.
1: I think it's been a terrific year for TV in general, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like um, to me, one thing that that really stood out this year was that we had a, there were a couple of like major shows that were really director driven. Which well, True, detective. Know, True Detective, True yeah. Detective was, mm-hmm. and but to me, like the, the best TV show of the year was The Neck, um, which Steven Soderbergh directed every single episode of, um, and it's it's some of the best TV I've ever seen. It's um it's astonishingly good.
0: The amount of TV is, it's impossible to keep up with it all.
1: TV is the new movie. like TV is, yeah. is where the action is happening. I think mm-hmm. it's where most of the the really exciting narrative stuff is going on.
4: So to my constant lister... Remember that that moment you realised that no matter how long you lived, you could never read all the good books. Yeah, that's yeah. going to happen with TV. Yeah, yeah, you there's, can't there's watch already happening with yeah. TV.
3: Like, the, oh, there are, yeah, there are shows I I just yeah. am not going to be able to watch. Well,
2: that's that's why I uh, I resisted so long getting into Game of Thrones um, because kind of the first episode didn't really grab me, and at the time mm. I was really kicking into stuff like The Wire. Um, <coughs> watching Band of Brothers again for like the sixth time, mm. um, and as it turns out, I started watching Game of Thrones last weekend, and mm. I just last night watched season four, episode three. Yeah. So it hasn't yeah. actually taken a bit long. Yeah. If
1: something really grabs you, like you can blow through it really quickly. Like I'm, I'm speeding through um, Arrested Development at the moment, which I I've never watched so before. I'm so proud of you. Um, I'm, re- I'm ah, really man. glad that you finally. It's really into intimidatingly casually great.
0: Um, but it is. A, I mean, it's a pretty good strategy to to hold off and wait. Is yeah. this going to get mm. terrible? Is it going to get cancelled? Well, Is yeah, I, I announced if, a new policy the, on the other day
2: that, that uh, I am no longer going to start watching new series until the creators are dead. What? Whoa. <laughs> that's a,
1: that's a, that's a big call, man. And they can't,
2: they can't bring out any more.
3: You realise a lot of these creators are younger than you now. <laughs> yeah, no, so, so what are you going to
2: do about growing badly? <laughs> but, yeah, I because I, I caught up with the newsroom and I, I watched, I think... I think it was episode oh, four. Man. That and, show can go to hell. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, some great stuff is happening.
1: Oh, Once every five episodes,
3: maybe. TV is the new comic book. I mean, it's like in, in comic books is the whole. I'll wait for the trades, which is when you instead yeah, of buying yeah. a monthly comic book, you wait yeah, for I'll the wait collected for edition, season. which mm-hmm. is what they write for now. They write like mm. six well, issues. I mean, uh, Netflix.
1: Nothing. Netflix's TV shows have been interesting in that regard because they release really yeah. a whole season at a time, yeah. um, and like. With something like House of Cards, like it's so addictive and compulsive, mm. you just blow through it in a weekend. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's one, I'm one of one, my other favorite show this year was another Netflix show uh, called uh, Oh, what was it, Bojack, what was it? Horseman. Bo- Bojack, BoJack Horseman? BoJack Horseman is I, I think it's like an unsung masterpiece. Mm-hmm.
4: Would you like to sing it?
1: No, but it is like it's an animated show, and I don't think there's any one episode that's a particular standout. But as a season, mm-hmm. I think it's one of the it's one of the best. Uh, depictions of um, like depression and self-lo- self-loathing that I've ever seen wow. on TV um, and it's through this weird ass like uh, animated sort of bleak comedy world um, cool. it's incredible I'm gonna go and watch that yeah it's good it. but um, the creator's not dead I mean those are other things you yeah, yeah, can't watch Com- it. Yeah, community yeah, 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 like I'm... community's
3: got six season sorry
2: <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's it's not not a strong policy. I just uh, got frustrated with catching up with things yeah. and being forced to wait. Like I was living in the yeah. 20th century. I, I, yeah, <laughs>
3: that, that's the other thing about New Zealand TV being so up to speed with. American T V is The New Zealand can... Internet being so. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. American like, torrents. Like Arrow <laughs> and Flash. It, Flash airs the day before. Arrow airs the same right. the same day that we see both the Flash and the Arrow on, on T V. We have to wait we have to wait half a week for Marvel's Agents of Shield, which was hellish for the season finale. But um it is so <laughs> fast that, now. Did that get good? Yeah, oh it got Apparently so good. Apparently it got really
2: the, good. F- the first season was first resoundingly... Half. I first half, five first episodes.
3: no, first half of season one, awful. Yeah. Then the Winter Soldier happens and totally changes the direction of and the I season. Know what happens? And it's right, so good, yeah. so good. And then season two has happened and they've just had their mid-season break and it's so good because they've just introduced the biggest twisty thing yeah. in it. Oh, you're oh, so
4: excited!
5: It's um, good.
3: Bandy <laughs>
4: Band
2: Brothers, I will okay. always come back to every eighteen months or so. Mm. Uh, and Brendan got into this when I was uh, when I was playing with Brendan. Um, we, we watched Band of Brothers every night when we ate dinner <laughs> yeah. um, it, was it was only like, like 10, 10 episodes movie. though right
4: yeah and then yeah.
2: Yeah. We,
0: we just watched... watched it over and over but again because, wow. because they you know like there's so many like background characters yeah. like, you watch it through again and you're like I'm going to follow this character yeah. in the background who turns up in this episode and this episode mm. and they're all on their own separate journey okay. Okay.
4: Brendan how many times have you watched Jesus Christ Superstar
0: no comment <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna th- I want to know your uh, nerd year resolutions mm. that is yeah something so Matt's apparently said that he's no, never going to watch anything you. <laughs> <laughs> No. well
4: got so not by estimation. anyone alive
0: so your, your nerdy new year's resolutions what 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 have you got for me
3: uh, I'm going to stick to the resolution I've made every year which is to stay spoiler free for things I intend to see
0: wow. that's interesting because I, my policy is the opposite I'm actually going to stop worrying about spoilers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and,
3: and learn. To I'm love not. The I'm going no, like no, to I'm gonna, learn to love the spoiler. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not going like. I'm not going to turn into the um, arm waving. No, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm saying spoiler. I'm not going to do that. But no, I am. That's really annoying. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But I am going to actively resist my natural impulse, which is to read the synopsis of things. Or um, well, my natural desire is to want to know the story right away. Yeah. And. I know. I've, I've, there have been some articles about it that says it doesn't actually ruin it for people, but I have had so many delightful moments as a result of that mm-hmm. policy this year that I want to continue to have those moments of joy and delight.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, moments mm. of joy and delight. I don't.
3: The I post don't, yeah. I knew nothing about the post-credit scenes for Guardian of the, Guardian of the Galaxy, and when um, I saw oh, that, I I it snake. was so lovely. <laughs> Such
4: oh, a letdown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just found it. I found it hilarious. Um, so yeah, I don't mind being spoiled for blockbusters because it's.
4: Is this your resolution?
1: Le- well, no, no, this isn't my right resolution. This is just, him I'm criticizing just, Jeffs. First. I don't mind right. being spoiled about blockbusters. The thing that I, and in fact, I'll, I'll, I, I actively, I actively watch trailers and and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, oh, I watch um, trailers, yeah. And you know, with blockbusters, you're you're kind of you're there for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I love doing is uh, at film festivals going to see a film based in t- just exclusively on like the the image in the brochure mm-hmm. or like the title or you know, just kind of taking a punt on something and sometimes it ends up being really crappy but sometimes it ends up absolutely blowing you away mm-hmm. um, uh, and there's been a number of films this year that have done that for me um, very few of which I think are out here but um, <laughs> yeah, like I I, I I, the the best thing is going in completely blind, even as to what the movie is about. Yeah,
5: nice. like
1: I went, I did that for Nightcrawler. Um, Nightcrawler is is one of my favorite films so of the year, um, and I I literally did not know anything about it. Um, I'd seen like a viral video um, of of Jake Gyllenhaal's character, and that was it. Um, and the other one was so if I the, saw that title, I'd go in expecting it to be about Kurt Wagner, the yeah. X Man. <laughs> And the other, one, the other one was a movie called The Guest, which I just I, li- I just didn't know a single thing apart from who directed it. And um, uh, yeah, when that comes out here, I'm going to foist it upon everyone because I love it Correct.
4: So is your resolution for some things? I'm just not... No, gonna... my resolution
1: is the same resolution that I had last year, and the... F- three years before that, which is to release Ghost Shark 2. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it's actually going to happen this year because the movie's finished and is currently sitting at the uh, Office of Film and Literature Classification in New Zealand, oh. getting rated. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like real now. Mm. Um, it's like getting an ISBN for your book, isn't it, Karen? Yeah. Yes, oh my God. I'll get, I'm I'll, I'm get little, I'll get a little sticker saying like, yeah. what's the... What the nasty stuff is in the ah, movie? Really ah, yeah. really awesome! The
0: I really, language. I really want it
1: to have adult. I want it to say contains adult themes. Yeah. That's, that's a really like mark of respect for your writing. Yeah. 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 Well, I because can... like I mean, the movie <laughs> uh, the movie contains
0: childish themes is just
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, because the movie's called Ghost Shark 2, but we we played it like a really serious drama, and it's about guilt and loss and things like that. Um, and so, if we get the adult theme themes thing on the sticker, I'll be so stoked.
4: Will you be happy if it gets contains language? <laughs> contains that's language. my favorite one. Um,
1: right? It, I don't think they do that. I think they just do offensive, contains offensive language. I feel language.
0: like I've seen contains language on. Like, yeah, right. I've seen so. contains. Or contains no, language.
1: I've seen one that said contains moderate themes. <laughs> <laughs> the th- fantasy th- fantasy themes, themes of moderation. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would
4: you like tea or coffee? Hmm. A little <laughs> bit of just pour half of each. Oh, <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Um, so that's my new resolution. I guess I guess I can tack onto that stuff, release the album that I've been working on for five years. Oh yeah. Uh, oh I wanna World of War Crimes. Yeah, World of War Crimes. Um and I wanna make a I wanna make a short film that gets into a festival of some sort. Yeah.
4: Cool. So that's three resolutions. It's yeah, basically make down. stuff
1: and get it Sad. out there.
4: That's a good mm. resolution. Mm. Um My minus that I want to seek out um, New life and new civilizations. <laughs> Vaguely, yeah um, I, I'm looking for nerdy work that isn't done originally in English, so I'm looking for work in translation oh, nice. um, I think that'll be interesting and, exp- and there's heaps of moment, oh. I obviously Matt, well, do you want
0: to um, recover from your previous resolution? <laughs> you <Everyone laughs> run roundly mock oh. <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: it, it wasn't First of all, that wasn't in any way intended to be serious. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Um, but yeah.
0: Look, we don't do jokes around here. Yeah.
2: I, I did have an idea this afternoon uh, for one. Uh, and that is want to get my Rubik's Cube time down to <laughs> under 30 seconds. Just, uh, just ordinary... Ordinary 3x3x3 three three yeah. Rubik's Cube. Not the 7x7 seven seven I had on the show. Three by what's, um, uh, what's your current time? My current time is sitting at around a minute. And that's kind of as low as I can go with the algorithms that I'm using. And it's also got to the point where I, I don't really think much about it now. It's just purely mm. mechanical for me. Mm. So the whole, the whole reason that I got into playing with my Rubik's Cube in the first place, apart from the fact that people keep giving me Rubik's Cubes, so I should really <laughs> learn to solve them, was uh, was that it, I like to have something that I can do with my hands and something that gives my brain a little bit of a sorbet uh, when I am <laughs> really when I'm I'm am stuck on something. Uh, so I, yeah. So well, so I have I have three Rubik's cubes on my desk at work, uh, and if I if I'm stuck on a problem, I'm just pulling out and fiddle with it for a bit. Um, but
1: mm. oh, yeah. I do something similar. but
2: sure, <laughs> And that's my this is as nerdy as my resolution will get.
1: It's pretty damn nerdy. It's pretty damn nerdy. <laughs> It's nerdier than mine. Yeah.
0: All right, it's time to wrap up. Has anyone got any uh, plugs or recommendations to oh, to go geez. out on as we
1: do? don't have to? Uh, um.
4: Wingo Shark Two comes out. You should go go Shark Two. Yeah. Go Shark Two. Recommendation. Yeah. Ah,
1: uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I would like to uh, put in a recommendation for Andrew's haircut, which he got for everyone. Oh, go to hell! You can't, you can't see it on the podcast, but I reckon it looks really nice.
1: So, for all you listeners who are uh, who are you know looking for a good haircut, just come and find me, and I'll (laughs) or
0: just go to the hairdresser and ask for the Andrew. (laughs) Just
1: the Andrew. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they're, they're sending photos around. It's gone viral. Oh, that yeah,
3: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna endorse Marvel's Agents of Shield. It's a quality season.
4: Where should we
3: start? Where should you start? I think starting at the very beginning is a very good place to start. Um, and it is a bit of a slog through the first seven episodes, but there is a lot of groundwork. Seven episodes? Okay, Come so on! Start on episode
4: eight.
3: Something like that. Yeah.
2: Oh, another thing that I want to recommend is the NPR 2014 What We've Been Listening To list. Uh, which is a a big big playlist of the music reviewers' favourites from 2014. Covers every genre: uh, hip hop, electronica, um, western, country thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, started, I started listening yeah. to that today as well. <laughs> and the, the neat thing about it is that in the web player, um, it's it's all on shuffle, and you get a limited number of skips.
0: Yeah, like mm. uh, Pandora. I like yeah. that.
4: My actual recommendation um, is that <laughs> if you are not already reading um, John Allison's Scary Go-Around slash bobbins slash bad machinery comic, you should get onto that immediately. Um, and you are just in time to hit his um, year-end recommendations oh, for music, which I are always love those. beautiful.
1: Um, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, there's a website that's just launched. Uh, that was uh created or co created by uh Zoe Quinn, who is a, a game developer, uh who made uh, Depression Quest and a bunch of other stuff. Uh she's just launched a website called uh Sorting Hat, um which is sortingh.at. sorting H dot AT. Um and uh it's a website that is kind of like a, a flowcharty uh sort of how to of like how like what do I do if I want to make my first video game? So it's like, what kind of it goes like, what kind of game do you want to make? Um, here, here are the tools. Here are some resources, um, and it's kind of a, a like a, a a beginner's guide for people who've never kind of touched uh, game development before. For um, people
2: who never owned an Amstrad. People who never also. never owned an Amstrad, <laughs> yeah. um,
1: and uh, it's it's really good, and that's what I am p- uh, plugging. Cool.
0: All right, well, thank you to Andrew, Matt, Jeff, and Karen. Uh, that is our Nerd Degree holiday special. We will be back with our regular episodes uh, first Wednesday of January uh, with uh, A Nerd Hope. Well, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.